All right, this is Bishop Bowser, and this is Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser's podcast. And we thank the Lord for all of you that are viewing and listening and chiming in um, uh, to this podcast. We live stream on Facebook, and we also uh, uh, do our podcast, our audio as part of our podcast on Podbean. And we also will post it, the link up, so everyone can link up with us. Uh, today, tonight, I should say, uh, we have, a, a, I, I believe, a pretty good uh, topic we're going to be talking about. This is Season 2, Episode 7, and I have with me my my uh, guest, who I normally have with me, is uh, James Robinson, call him Jimmy, and uh, tonight's discussion is mentoring black boys, mentoring black boys. Now, you know, I, I really appreciate what we were talking about before we uh, got on here, you know, as, as far as about being able to, depending on the, the topic that you talk about, uh, will depend on who you gather in. If it's something idiotic or, or foolish or, or stupid, what is that noise I hear? There's some, there was some clicking and clacking something. I don't know what that was. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's clear now. And, and, um, if we were, we were, if we was going to be talking about Brianna being pregnant, Folks would want to chime in on in to hear that, right? You know, <laughs> or or I don't know. They might be interested, but if we talk about Whoopi Goldberg, you know, <laughs> she getting in trouble with ABC, you know, uh, uh, you know, you might some uh, folks might chime in on that. You know, I I one of the things that I I um I was uh, I do agree with as far as with um I don't care too much for Whoopi Whoopi, but. Uh, I was listening to, um, not listening, but reading something that um, Bishop uh, Thomas Swan had, had posted. And he was basically talking about, you know, uh, when it uh, when it comes to white supremacy, they don't want you, you know, all the things we've gone through, whether it's mass incarceration or slavery or, or uh, police brutality, um, systemic race, all the various things that black people go through in this country. They don't want us talking, when we start talking about those things, they want to talk about, oh, well, you know, why you got to bring race into it? You know, why everything got to be racism and and so on. But then on the other side of the coin, when she said that it wasn't about race, it was more so about uh, humanity, you know, or, or the lack thereof. Uh, folks get up in arms about it and so on. So I think, it, you know, there, there needs to be a balance uh, for sure, because when whenever it comes to uh, black people and what we go through, folks don't want to hear about it. Uh, but we we hear about everybody else's struggle. And we should, you know. Uh, I, I think you know, in this country, there should be room enough for all of it. But it seems to be that when it comes to black folks, you know, uh, everybody when it comes reparations, everybody can get reparations, right? Whatever it is, everybody can get their support on it. But then when it comes to us, they cannot. So uh, that was very interesting in that. But you know, tonight we want to talk about mentoring black boy boys and you know one of the things that I, I just want to share before i dive in here with with uh jimmy is that you know violence is is responsible for about five percent of deaths among white men and boys age 15 to 24 in california but 26 percent of deaths among hispanic men and boys the same age and just under 50 percent of all deaths among black men and boys in this in this age group 15 to 24. now uh, more than 92 percent 
of gun homicides. And and, and, I, and I wanted to bring this up because, you know, this week we're talking about um, National uh, Gun Violence Awareness Week, right? Uh, um, and, and the reason why we're doing it in, uh, from February the 1st through February the 7th is because America, America surpasses other nations that are their peers and, and that are, you know, in the same category as America. America surpassed them in February in gun violence compared to the gun violence that they experienced the whole year, right? And so <laughs> America is a violent place, right? And so more than 92% of gun homicide victims killed before the age of 18 in California are black or Hispanic. Um, the experts at the National Institute of Justice also noted that youth living in our inner cities uh, show a higher prevalence of post-traumatic stress disorder than soldiers in our wartime military. Even before this uh, uh, coronavirus uh, broke out and even during it right now, right, there's serious violence that, that continues to be a public health epidemic in California and particularly in our communities, black communities, that is overlooked and many times underserved or marginalized. Each year, California suffers nearly 2,000 homicides, over 70% of which are committed with a gun, and thousands more non-fatal shootings and stabbings that can leave victims with serious long-term medical issues. This violence, uh, violence burdens the, the healthcare system and imposes enormous human and economic costs every single year. While the coronavirus is an unprecedented public health threat, we also have to recognize that violence is the leading cause of death for young black men and boys in California. And the parents of black teenagers in this state are as likely to lose their son to violence as every other cause of death, such as human or natural illness, accident or suicide combined. Now, more of a violence is likely to continue to be a major concern, both during this crisis we're in or coming out of or whatever it's going to be, and especially in this aftermath, right? So we need these systems to, to pay attention and to in, invest uh, in our communities and so on because we need to, to address and and deal with deal with Not this, right? And, and let me just bring this one last thing out there. And I hear you, you're absolutely right. And, and here's the thing, right? Um, a single shooting, they did this estimate in Stockton, a single shooting costs $2.5 million in California. And, and uh, you're talking about a single shooting. So if they would just invest, like, let's just say, look at, look in, um, 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 uh, uh, San Diego, right? If they would just invest 5 million, right? Dollars, you know, they could save over five hundred million dollars over a five-year period, and a lot of times they don't want to look at it that way. Especially investing, and I'm talking about specifically investing in the black community, you know, where we have a lot of this violence, a lot of things that are taking place and happening. But we would rather continue to feed our uh, juvenile halls, our jails, our prison systems, our youth authority systems and continue to feed the, the, the graveyards, right, and the hospitals uh, with our young black boys that are being injured and killed or um, taken prey by uh, the wrong folks who are mentoring them. They got mentors, but the kind of mentors they have are people that's mentoring them to 
be a gang member, mentor, to be a pimp or a drug dealer or a hustler or some kind of crook or criminal, and, and it's not positive. And we need more positive role models. And so I'm, I'm really appreciative of this discussion tonight of mentoring black boys. And uh, with um, James Robinson, who, who I call Jimmy, uh, is, is with us tonight. So, uh, Jimmy, you have the floor. Yeah, you know, we uh, great introduction there. You kind of put a whole lot into uh, one big ball of uh, of stuff, but we can we can we can digest and unpack that. So exactly. you about investing into the black community. Well, they already are investing in the black community. Mm-hmm. They're investing in the black community in Georgia's to the tune of I think it's what eight hundred and fifty dollars they give them single moms. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The black community mm-hmm. and in, up and down in, in Georgia as they're giving us single moms $375. They're investing in the black community down in uh, over in Birmingham where they're giving them $375. Uh, they are investing in the quote-unquote you got to be careful. I know you, we have to use this term black and brown but when you start talking about you know 92% mm-hmm. of the gun violence is in the black and brown community but don't forget you have evil white Hispanics that are committing violence against black people that get yeah. skewed in that number as well yeah now we i follow the money right because i'm a proponent of the money mm-hmm. follow the money you got to understand that the war is against black is it's, it's it's against black people but it's really on black boys right right because you know there's all kind of funding we, we just we've already just went over the funding right specifically for black women that black boys will never get a chance to uh, get their hands on unless they turn into Billy Porter, which is what they want, or right. you know, one of those cross dress to get your bussy open out there, then you know you can get whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yes, we specifically need to focus on the black boys because we already understand that eighty percent of these boys that are raised in the community are products of single mothers, and they are going to be highly prone to have a high propensity to violence, to be exposed to all the ills of the streets. And since they're thrown out there. I hear a background of something. Maybe my music. Well, let me tell you something. Okay. Since these black boys are thrown out into the streets. Yeah. To fend for themselves. They are the ones that, and obviously we probably won't be able to save them all. But if we can get our hands on a few before the streets, the more, and the prisons get to them, yeah. then, you know, it makes our... We've done our job. Right, right, right. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, so what is what is you know when when you look at that, and I appreciate you uh, bringing that out as because you 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 I, I know you mentioned some of that before as far as how they are investing uh, in our in our communities in the black communities, but the focus is not. I don't know what the argument is as far as how they're. Um, uh, investing in 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 the black community that way, but you know we most definitely know that we have a crisis in our community, and it and it starts in the home. One of the things we've been talking about for a while, it starts in the home, and that's one of the problems that we have. Um, uh, I I remember um, what's oh is that that's an echo that's sound like me is is I'm causing that? Do I have a? Yeah, that's actually what you're sound like. Let me see. Hold on. Would you, would you, would you talk? I heard it when you, I, I just heard it. When you yeah, but it's, 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 I got mine's muted. So is your phone muted? Do you have your phone or anything on there? No. There it goes. It's off now. 
it's off now. Oh no, I still hear it. I don't know what that is. Okay, but I, I hear it. I'm I'm trying to figure out. Oh, maybe it's coming from my phone. You're right. You're right. It is coming from my phone. <laughs> Jimmy, like that's not, that's not me, man. <laughs> It was down uh, low. You know, just was, because I'm south <laughs> of the border doesn't mean, you know, oh, I paid five damn dollars to get to the international service. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was me. I think my phone was was um uh doing it a little bit. <laughs> but uh but one of the things I want to say in regards to this is uh because I want to talk about it either last week or week before, but I couldn't remember the gentleman's name, but his name was Jawanza Kanjufu. That was his name, Jawanza Kanjufu. And Jawanza Kanjufu said, where are black boys going to see black men? When you look on television, you'll be hard-pressed to to name five positive black men on television outside the news. Then, unfortunately, many young people don't go to church. So the last place is the streets, and that's the problem. The streets do a very poor job in making black men. So the real problem is black boys have a difficult time seeing strong black male role models. So what is your what is your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, you know, that that is very true. Uh-huh. Yeah. That that, that is a hundred percent true. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so just go ahead, just I'm sorry. Kind of just, yeah, just just think about it. Mm-hmm. The single mother gleefully hands her son off to a white supremacist school for eight hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what's that percentage? 60s. At one point, I think black, black kids, 60% of their teachers were white women. Mm -hmm. Yep. 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 Okay. So, so there you go. So they, they, they're from the start of the day, they, they're, they, they don't see black, Right. You already know when they get home eight times, eight times out of ten, there's a very strong probability that, you know, A, there's no man there, or B, it's even worse, you know, is there's a an escalator of men coming in mm-hmm. to his mother's home. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what do you do with that? Yeah, and, and not being really a good example of it, right? And 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 here here's the 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 other thing that Jawanza Kunjufu said, and kind of right in line with what you were saying about uh, white supremacy, but he said the conspiracy to destroy black men comes from white male supremacy. White men are not afraid of white or black women. The threat to European men will not come from women, but but black men. The best way to destroy black men is to destroy black boys and we see that at 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 work and everywhere we go from the time that they go to school uh and if they walk in from school try, or catching the bus or the trolley uh uh, uh from uh, facing a press system institution within the school system that is failing our our young black men right young black boys uh from the perspective of really being able to reach them really being able to educate them really being able to teach them really able to capture their attention really to understand the trauma the struggles that they're dealing with not just from the violence in the community but also the disrespect that even comes from the home and i say this respectfully but i say this from an experience that i have of of doing this work with uh for years uh, one of the greatest conflicts and 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 that I find in the home is that young black boy or young black teen uh, 
dealing with his black mom or grandmother, whoever. Uh, and, and there is a sense of verbal and even physical violence that happens to him by the way he's, he's talked to, the way he's treated, and even sometimes physically. And I see the animosity. I see the, the, the rivalry right there, right? And, but what amazed me at the same time, you know, uh, these are, uh, the, rather than, you know, whenever something positive happened in his life, that's the first person to turn to is the mom and leave the dad out. But I, I, I really believe that our young black boys do need positive role models in their lives. And we need more black men to step up, right? That, you know, got their lives together, right? And one of the things that I found out is that, you know, just because you have an education, a, a, a college degree and, and so on, that does not mean that you're a positive role model. Uh, 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 it's, 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 it has to happen, transformation within the mindset, right? Not, and the school is not going to do that. The school is not going to teach a young boy and a young man how to be a black man in America, right? Because they'll, they'll, they'll do the same thing that they're doing right now. Uh, if you talk about it, then you, you won't be able to work. You won't be able to live. You won't be able to make money um, and so on. So you got to play along and, and go along with the systems. And that's where I believe, you know, they, uh, our, our young black boys need, they need role models, Black, black men to, to mentor them, to teach them uh, uh, budgeting, teach them about uh, uh, keeping their credits right, teaching them about housing, home, uh, how to uh, buy a home early, teaching them how to invest their money, teaching them how to treat women, right? Uh, teaching them how to avoid the snares and the traps and the pitfalls that, that get so many of us that's, that's set right there before us and we fall in it to, to be able to be independent thinkers, to think for themselves, Versus falling into the trap of just doing what everybody else do because it's popular. You know, I, I, I well, first go ahead. off, we teach Call, stop me anytime right? you want to, uh, Brother Jimmy. So yeah, go yeah, ahead, yeah, go yeah, ahead. No jump in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a very good list, but a very top of the list. We, we teach these young men business acumen. Say that again. No need. We teach these young men business acumen, right? Because we Thank already you. have the most educated, and the most educated can't hand nothing off other than that student loan debt. Thank you. To their children. Thank you. Okay. Thank so you. if you really want to teach them something, you teach them how to be self-sufficient economically and how to handle that economics. And then we can add all that other stuff together. All that other stuff sounds good and mm -hmm. it's warm and fuzzy, but if they're not economically upwardly mobile, empowered, right, then all that other stuff is just horse, horse, horse shit. And the reason that it's horse shit is because once again, a house here in San Diego County is seven hundred thousand yeah, dollars. That's right. So if we're not building these young men up where they can build, excuse me, maintain their own six-figure income. That's right. You know, what what did we really accomplish? You exactly. know what I'm saying? That's what we're gonna. You know, what we're gonna be focused on is more results-based. Um, going to be focused more results based right versus and, 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 and nothing against anyone else but all clearly all the other pomp and circumstance it clearly it hasn't worked right right so you know you want to start talking about getting black men that want to mention black boys now absolutely Mm -hmm. plenty of black men that step in and help mm -hmm. you know many <clears throat> excuse me probably like myself like well you know why should i even bother you know, is is the juice worth the squeeze, right? Right. Um, if I step out here and put my neck out here to corner court to help my people, right. what kind of backlash am I going to get? 
Right, right, exactly. Right, you know, you start inviting people that might, you know, some people have a corporate job, this, that, and the third, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, where me, myself, I'm a, a, a lot more independent. I don't really have to worry about the backlash, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But other people aren't in that uh, position. So, um, yeah, with that being the case, you know, um, we got a couple of good people lined up. My personal mentor, um, who I'm working with now, uh, he's agreed to come in um, and, and, and speak uh, to the brothers. You know, he's... Um, Done a little bit of everything. Professional motocross rider. Okay. Been a real estate broker for 30 years, real estate agent, and also holds PNC license. So, um, you know, if nothing else, we'll be, he will be able to bring that sort of business acumen to these young men. Mm-hmm. Amen. In that respect. Amen. Yeah. And also, uh, we got our brother Melvin, uh, which you know Melvin very oh, well. He's yeah. up in LA. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing great yeah, work. so... I did that. You know, what isn't he doing? I know. Uh, film producer, <laughs> podcast host, uh, music engineer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure, man. That and when, he for not, sure. when he doesn't have time to do all that, he's vegan, so. Right, <laughs> right, right. That's good. And, and well, he, he, he's going into a little bit, but he's newly married, but he is, I think he's passed or passed a year already. Um, uh, yes, him yeah. and his wife have been married. Uh, they just had the year anniversary. I want to say last month. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, December, I think. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate a lot of things that he's doing. That's one of the things that he's trying to push and get folks to understand and so on. So I, I you know, really appreciate him uh, find inspiration from him. Uh, does some good critiques of the movies also. Uh, I, I check him out with that. But it's it's real great. And you know, one of the things I was going to say. Uh, that and I, you covered it when you said it is that like I have to really understand business and uh, getting into entrepreneurship and rather than relying on systems, be mm-hmm. innovative and create your own um, economy. Right. Because of ways of how ventures, you know, and, and you have to uh, do just more than one thing to do that. And, and they need to really learn and be taught how to do that. A lot of these things I wouldn't talk to. I got older right and if if i was taught some of these things when i was a teenager or a young adult man where could i be right now right rather than trying to catch up i would i would already you know be way ahead of the game in a lot of so it is inspiring to see people like melvin and yourself and others that are are really trying to do some positive things and so on and you know like my oldest son you know when he was a teenager he kind of got into entrepreneurship he uh started his own um he had his own energy drink right and so he always was doing some kind of hustle in business and so on. And, and, a, and a true hustle, creating his own economy and his own um, uh, through businesses and entrepreneurship and, and so on. And having all these great innovative ideas. And so and it and and still today, he's still doing the same thing. So it, it really works because I know one of the things, especially when we're working with uh, young black boys and as they go into teens and get 18 and so on, when we catch up with a lot of them, they've already been. Uh, tainted by the system and what I mean by that is they've already been arrested already probably got a, a, at least one felony on their record and so the system sets it up to where that they make it more harder challenging and difficult for you to do anything if you have a criminal record and 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 so they, they're not going to hire you uh, unless you go to a low skill job or something even though you might have uh, you high skills so i'm not gonna necessarily really buy that even even on the entrepreneur side mm-hmm. uh right now 
you get your hands on a CDL and that's some economic freedom. You get your hands, you get involved in a skilled trade, whether it's HVAC, plumbing and pipe fitting or electrician, and you can write your own paycheck there as a future. So yes, the criminal record is a problem, but is it the end all do all? Absolutely not. If the will is there to be successful, and the right opportunities presented, then individual could change. Well, yeah, and that's no, that's what I'm saying. I'm what I'm saying is is that you'll face a lot of challenges and people wanting to hire you because of that. But if you mm-hmm. if, if but if you can get because a lot of you guys get out with these skills right and have these skills, or they might either get out and, and go to school and, and either get an education or degree or uh, get a, uh, a skill. You know, when I didn't go to uh, well, I did go to school, college, and stuff like that. But my my main but what I did is I went to welding school and got a trade right and and but I think you know when the, when you do that and when you get it when you start launching you want to launch deeper where you really want to make some money then they start looking at a lot of those things unless you have proved yourself right so a lot of times what I find and I'm seeing a lot of folks you know that's getting out of prison now that's starting to do it is that the best way to succeed is to start your own business to do your own thing right. Uh, whatever trade or skill or education you may have, use that to um, uh, do something that you can build your own wealth rather than building somebody else's wealth uh, for them and so on. And of course, I, I got a lot of friends and different folks who got different skills and they might get into, I see some in construction, some of them buying, uh, uh, driving uh, the trucks and doing different things like that. I got one homeboy that that drive trucks and he actually bought his own truck, right? And so now he, you know, he don't have to, like rely on uh, one of these companies, he can do his own deliveries and things like that through his truck so he can contract with, with certain folks. So we just have to come with, we have to just be innovative and, and creative in our in our approach to uh, the labor market and, and if we're gonna really um, uh, build our own wealth and have something that's sustainable that you're gonna pass down and become generational wealth to your, your, your children and so on, where you really build something when you're gone, you can leave it behind. No, that, that's that's exactly it. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it, it, it's not being taught in schools and clearly it's not being taught at home. So uh, that's what our focus will be. We'll start with a very small control group. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we will make that group successful. Mm-hmm. And then we will move on to the next group uh, and make them successful and you know keep a tab on our previous group and invite them back um to kind of talk and share about the experiences that they've had because you know um without being too uh, i don't want to get too controversial okay (laughs) so you know on social media that there's different um there's different avenues that social media companies have explored been exploring and lots of media personalities mm-hmm. have been all over social media exploiting, you know, uh, these these social media spaces, so to yeah. speak, uh, without giving it away. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's been a lot of this talk about uh, Native Black people that were born here mm-hmm. uh, versus our African counterparts. Mm-hmm. And I've heard you know, I understand, you know, division is, is good. I, I understand all of that, but ultimately right now, if mm-hmm. you know, if, if if we have these spaces, you know, with these different movements, um 
if it isn't constructive, right? Because, uh, you know, um, don't get me wrong, sure, Black Americans need to stand up for themselves, but when I get ready to cross the border mm-hmm. and I'm seeing more Black homeless people on the street up there in San Diego than homeless African migrants down here in, uh, you know, uh, in TJ, right. then when I see these Black homeless people, it's San Diego, I'm supposed to tell them, well, hey, man, you know, on social media, dog, you know, we standing up for y'all, man. And, you know, uh, social media, you know, we black Americans, we, we proud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not it, it, it's not manifesting into anything tangible here in the streets that we can in, empower our people with. So, you know, we're going to just like step away from that, so to speak, and just focus directly on helping a small controlled group of black young men that we can empower and send them about their way. And then we'll bring in another small control group. Oh, that'll work. That'll work. Yeah, that sounds good, man. Um, let me ask you a question. Because sure. uh, uh, when you when you when you're when you're talking about uh, whether a person is black person, native San Diego, you know, with, I mean not native San Diego, but native in America, as far as um, the roots go back to slavery and so on, um, and versus those that were not a part of that experience. Uh, that may be from one of our African nations or somewhere else. And so one of the things that I, I, I observed and, and I still see it now and, you know, I really like caught on to it because my wife was was doing it. And that's in movies. Right. And um, when you look at the the some of these African movies and they're really becoming prevalent in America and you look at uh, some of the acting and the quality of their their movies that they're producing and putting together, and 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 the the um, the storytelling behind it is you know uh, very you know uh, good, and the and, and I found that you know when you look at a lot of our movies, when especially when you have our you know not the, the the rich 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 folks that can have all these Hollywood folks help them make, but when someone's really trying to put something together <laughs> on their own and so on. The acting is is not as good, and so on. So I think that you know, and the the movie quality is not that good. And then the story behind it, a lot of times, is either focused on drugs or sex and things like that, versus really telling a true story of what happens in the average black home and so on. With like my home, your home, and and folks that are doing positive things and so forth. So I I do I I think that you know from the perspective of us like learning from each other and being able to come together and put our resources together. If we were able to do that and really kind of like, uh, I guess it's, I don't want to say ethnicity, but it's different cultures. Right. Uh, and, and be able to come together to do that. I think that we can probably get a lot further versus being divided. And so at least from that perspective, when I look at it from that lens, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, you know, uh, to be honest with you, it's not my problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as far as movie goes, if you like a movie, don't like a movie, so you, fight, you protest with your wallet. <laughs> that's right? it. You that's know, it. I, I, yeah, I, I don't have to go and see a movie if I don't like it, and that's the best protest. Uh, you know, better than any any you know keyboard warrior. Right. Um, just in regards to unity, I mean, I. I I have no problem with my African people. Do, I mean, are you? Yes, you know, are are, are there coons and and do they do real? Do they talk slick to us and about us? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. is that 
now the whole question is is that should that clearly just dominate and be the focus is just dealing with you know these africans mm-hmm. or do we have more pressing issues like the fact that one and a half homeless people die we average almost two homeless people die on the streets of san diego every single day and 30 percent of them are disproportionately black wow wow i mean you know, when I start talking about homeless black you know women that are being raped on the streets, you know, once again, I may mean, being funny, you know, when, I, when I'm walking down the street or when I'm riding my bike up the street, when I'm driving down the street and I see these homeless black women, you know, do I, do I pull up and tell them, hey, you know, man, right now we're going in on them damn African immigrants. Um, I can't offer anything tangentially to help feed you. I can't, obviously can't offer you any resources to help house you, but, you know, on behalf of, quote unquote, pick the movement you know mm-hmm. on social media we're destroying african immigrants so you yeah. know yeah we have a lot just in my humble opinion we have a lot bigger and better fish to fry that energy can be better focused somewhere else uh which is why i was telling you you know i just i, I just decided <laughs> to use and put my energy in a different direction because remember Whatever your energy focuses on, whatever you think, that yep. shit will come true. So, yeah. you know, if you just want to quote unquote focus on nothing but white supremacy all day, mm-hmm. you just want to focus on nothing but African immigrants all day, mm-hmm. then guess what? When you go outside in real life, you are going to encounter white <laughs> supremacists. You will encounter angry you African attract, immigrants. Yeah, yeah, you attract that stuff too. Exactly. You know. So you know. And 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 the, uh, you know the focus should be is kind of what what we were talking about earlier and what we you know uh, what the subject is as far as you know empowering you know our own. Dude, life. I got an eleven-year-old black boy in Virginia that's ran away from his fucking house twice since December. Man. Okay, now there's a reason that this young black man is keeps running away from home mm-hmm. two times mm-hmm. since December in the freezing winter in Virginia. Oh, that's okay, in Virginia. So, so yeah, so see like. We could and should be addressing that. There's a missing four-year-old black boy that just walked out of his house at 11 o'clock at night outside of Atlanta, Georgia, but missing for four days. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. I right. About that. So, so you know what I mean? Like, not, not being funny, but like, you know, should my energy be focused on, you know, you know, we got to fight this. Uh, and I'm not saying white supremacy doesn't exist because racism right. is it obviously there and it does need to be eradicated. Mm-hmm. But should the energy and focus be on, oh, I just need to focus on white supremacy. Oh, I got to focus on these African immigrants or, you know, hey, those are issues. But what I can really make a direct impact on is these particular issues that are on my plate right now. I can reach out and touch and impact these issues. So that's exactly. just my two cents on it. Yeah. No. And, and I, I agree. I agree with you. You know, that's why, you know, for a while, you know, I've, I've been that's what I've been trying to focus on and not so much getting caught up in all the riffs and things like that, because there's only a few that benefit from that. Right. You know, that push those narratives and, and so on. So, you know, when you look at it and you see that, then it causes a riff of, of, of us not really loving, respecting each other like we should and correcting each other when we get out of pocket or, or being disrespectful and things like that, that, you know, should be addressed and so on. And you this know, is my we, hypergamy. You know what I really think it is? I, I got to jump in and say it when I'm thinking about it. No, go ahead. Top of mind. <laughs> you got to understand something, man. Negroes are messy. Yeah. Okay. Negroes love some mess. Women in particular, they love some drama, some bullshit. And when you start, and it's just mud slinging, it's messy. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, this shit, this shit is messy, dog. So yeah, you know what I'm saying. You already have people that are angry and and, and have vitriol already because remember now, if you're just focusing on the negative, you already are internalizing hate. Yep. So now all of a sudden we can just release the hate, the anger, and the frustration. But it's really messy. It's some real, it's some real trashy street bullshit, if you want the truth of the fact of the matter of it. And it, but I like it because what it's really doing, Bishop Bowser, mm-hmm. is just exposing that Negro malfunction that's been under, you know, that that undergirding what we've just never addressed. This is just classic Negro malfunction on display for the world to see. And yes, a couple of people will benefit from it via the social media traffic. So, mm-hmm. you know, they can do whatever it is they want to do to generate more money. Shout out to them. I'm not mad at you. But mm-hmm. when you really look at it, what you're actually doing is you're really turning away intelligent black society because intelligent black society can look at this shit and say, this is really not productive. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's almost like debating a white supremacist racist troll. Mm-hmm. You get a Candace Owens online. I can get her online right now. We mm-hmm. can prove her wrong, but at the end of it, what did we really prove? What, what, what did we really gain? Because we knew what she was already. So Thank that's you. just my two cents. And this is a real Negro malfunction on display. It's trifling. It's messy. And the dumbass niggas need to stop that shit. Yeah. I said it. Yeah, and and I was just talking with someone today on the phone about that and from the perspective of, like, you can, even like yourself or me or others, you could be trying to do some positive things for your people and your community and things like that and even fighting against systems and so on. But the very the, the ones who really come up against you are the very people that you love the most and care about the most, and which is your own black people. And and it just seemed like there's a it, – it's, it's – kind of tied into what we call that self-hate, right? But we reflect it and it's, it, it's um, redirected, you know, and, and, and oh, towards others. And so you can see it and experience it, right? And you're like, man, what's, like you call, what you call the black malfunction? Um, and you see a lot yeah, of that man. malfunction, dysfunction. You see a lot of that um, in our communities and the way things are happening and so on. And so, you know, no, and, and it's, it's messy. Call it what yeah. it is, Bishop. It's yeah. messy. Yeah. It's no different than, than, than when you are able to hold service in your in, in, in your place of worship. Right. And you get a bunch of dang cackling women that are with the pick pick the pick the irrelevant subject and it starts confusion amongst right. your congregation. Right. This this is no different than that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and, and folks strive off of that. And it's, it's a mindset, too. And so, you know, it, it is challenging when you say you want to, you know, if, if we want to try to bring people together and change some of the stuff. So, yeah, a lot of people are like, okay, I'm just going to do my thing for, like you were saying, focus on, you know, getting these control groups, focus on uh, helping those who I can help in and, and don't bring the negative energy into my arena because if I focus on a lot of that stuff, then that's where I'm going to get stuck at and that's what's going to come at me. But if I want some positive things, some good things to happen, then I got to start thinking and speaking it and and, and acting that's in it, it and you'll see it happen, right? You'll see it happen, you know? So uh, I, I, I'm I agree. Ne- I, I've never really been into, I, I, I'm not one of those uh, yogis, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm not into kundalini yoga so to speak mm-hmm. i don't really get off into all the spirituality kind of stuff right mm-hmm. i mean i love swami's beach 
I love going to the Temple of Self-Realization up there, uh-huh. you know, in Encinitas. Okay. Uh, in fact, I might try to sneak up there Friday if I can get across the board. I like to go up there Friday morning. Um, but that stuff does work, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, our body runs on frequency, so I yeah. have learned to listen to the 432 megahertz uh, meditation music. Okay. Um, I really enjoy doing that in the morning because it gives me an opportunity to kind of like get the blood flowing and, and set the pace. Uh, because, you know, in my line of work, in, you know, with the tech company, I, sometimes 630 in the morning out here, I'm on the phone, you know, with a Zoom call uh, with an East Coast person. You know what I mean? Because it's already 930 over there. Mm-hmm. Um, so in order to match that energy, you know, uh, that helps. Plus, just dealing with uh, my own Procluities, right? Because I mean, I'm my own worst enemy. <laughs> uh, and, and and so dealing with myself, and then prepare myself to deal with the world. Uh, that uh, 432 megahertz meditation uh, and, and and therapeutic music, it does help. Because remember, ultimately, only thing that we can control is only thing that we are in control in these things we can control, right? So like. You can't control the people and how they act. All you can do is just control how you react to the situation. Right, right. Uh, exactly. And I learned that therapy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, th- these are just small things that we can do to, you know, set ourselves in the, in the right mental mind state. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. I don't care, you know, if you're selling widgets or gadgets or, you know, if you're the truck driver, if you work in construction. Mm-hmm. Or if you're in the corporate setting, you're for the nurse medical field. Mm-hmm. You can't go around harboring the negative, yeah. all that negative energy. Like it, 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 it isn't healthy. And I did that for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right, man. I agree 100%. That's one of the things we struggle with and deal with every day, right? To stay positive. Wake, like you said, wake up in the morning and throughout the day keeping that positive mindset, creating an environment that's positive and conducive uh, to help you get to where you need to get through. And and one of the things I have written on the wall uh, is only do those things that bring you closer to your goals, you know? And so we got to make sure that we stand on, on task because either you're, either you reach, you're going for what you need to go for, or you're helping somebody else reach their goals. And so, you know, if, if I'm, if you're going the same way that I'm going, I most definitely want to help lift you up, but I can't leave what I'm doing to help you, lift you up and then I uh, then I suffer what I'm doing then at, at the end of the day you turn around and harm me and so on so I gotta I, I want to keep it positive I want to keep it right I want to do the right thing and um, so that means I have to stay focused on what I'm doing because when the enemy sees you it's it's, it's almost like like uh, uh, they want you know they attack and, and I give an example is you know you're trying to keep it positive and you post some stuff you know on social media I'm using social media as an example and um and people, I'm telling you, Jimmy, people that I love and respect, right, that I had high regard for and respected, right, and you see them posting things, you know they're talking about you, and it's like, well, what did I do to you? You know, why You know, why are you doing this? Okay, I'll move on, so I just I, I, unfriend I them and move them. on, you know? Yeah, but block <laughs> them and just, I mean, no, no, seriously, just block them. Thank you. Um, because it's, 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 it, it ultimately is really not worth it. It's only Thank 24 you. hours in a day. And I got to sleep for some of them. Thank you. Um, yeah. And yeah. so for the rest of them, that 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 time is very very valuable. 
That's it. That's it. And I just, I, I literally, as as much as I would love to mm-hmm. re-engage in the foolishness, Bishop Bowser. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just, I'm checking my calendar. I, I, I just don't right. have the time. Exactly, man. And and you know, here's the point. One of the points that, that you know in that that I say to myself about them is that like. Man, you just lost someone who respected you, right? Didn't badmouth you, talk behind your back or anything. Whatever, what you see is what you get. But now you're doing that to draw in folks who ain't going to be that loyal uh, friend or associate or whatever you need as far as being real with you. And that's the thing that, that, that people are, are, are blind to, right? And so we just got, I think, you know, when, you, when you're doing positive things and when you're making things happen, your work will speak for itself, right? And those that um, uh, want to go in that direction, uh, I believe that, you know, if you be who you are, you attract the right things and the right people to you. And so that's all we got to keep doing is doing what we're called to do, what our passions are, what we believe in, and the right things will come to us. Because it's just like what you said, you know, when you speak that into the universe and you start thinking certain things, that's what you become. You become what you think about. And so we got to, you know, uh, uh, turn this around, especially if we're going to really have a positive impact on our young youth and things like that and start doing some work to help them and so on and pull them out of this web of, of, of Dude, nobody cares about the black boys. Remember, man, the attack right. is on the black men. That's right. They think they have us where they want us. They actually do have us where they want us as a group, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, absolutely. Powerless, defenseless, weakless, quote unquote, the least educated, even though we don't hold the most student debt. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's it's critical uh, that we get a hold of these young these young men. Uh, you know the the situation. It is what it is. We already talked about it. Mm-hmm. It's a wrap. I mean, if you just look at here in California, clearly it tells you that it's it's all over for black people as a whole. You know, you can have pockets of black people doing well, but clearly the future for black people is non-existent here in California. Yeah, as a whole. Yeah. So no problem. Let's deal with the aftermath. The aftermath is. We can save a handful of young black boys, one group at a time. That's right. Get them going, you know, get them on about their way. Almost, it's just like elementary school, you mm-hmm. know, just like high school. You know, once you once you complete your two to four years, you got to go. You That's know, right. so you come back and see it, but you got to go because we got to, right. you know, keep you it gotta going. Let somebody else use the shower. I like that. Uh, yeah, and so that's that's we will take that approach. Moving forward, um, got another brother that is, uh, he's another tech guy. He's been very successful Mm -hmm. since he was 18 because he, he, he's like, I think his brother's Jay is about 31. So, you know, he kind of grew up in the computer era. Mm -hmm. So, um, I can't speak for him just yet. That's why I'm using his acronym. Gotcha. I'm almost positive once I get a hold of him. Uh, you know, we can get him, uh, you know, even like virtually to pop in and, and teach some coding or whatnot. Yeah. Help these young men. And and that's just what we'll do. You know what I mean? We, we will empower one small group, mm-hmm. get them going, and then move on to the next. That's it. That's um, it. I'm down and, with and, that. And we, we, won't, yeah, we won't worry about any outside distractions. Amen. I'm with you on that with you on that man so we're coming to our close up to our hour uh any closing words 
Yeah, you know, um, if there's any man uh, here in San Diego, it's, if, if you are a skilled tradesman, that would be very good. Um, if you are a CDL holder, that would be very good. Um, because whether you're CDL, if you got a CDL, whether you're owner-operator or a company man, the experiences of running the road will benefit these young men. Um, obviously the owner operator, he would know more about the back end business side, the paperwork side of it. Uh, so, you know, that would be optimal. Um, but you know, we, I think I might know somebody, my man D Turner, boy, he's been killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been driving this shit. This is 2020, this is 2022. So he's been doing at least 20 years. So, you know, I can, uh, I, I'll just dig deeper into my network, but yeah, we'll do that. Um, you know, if anybody wants to reach out to us in that regard, also our corporate people, you know, our, our accountants, you know, uh, medical professions, medical professionals, we could definitely use, you know, any men in, in that realm. Okay. Um, uh, because they need to see, it's almost like the whole YMCA group kind of thing. Right. They need to see a little, they need to see black men of all, kind of all realms. There you go. You know, there you go. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, from financial services, you know, white collar, blue collar, entrepreneurs, you know, tradesmen. So yeah, we, we, I'm, I'm going to put the president on that. Okay. And aside from that, people, you know, just try to incorporate. If you just go to YouTube and you type in 432 uh, meditation music, oh it'll yeah, just <laughs> you know, it'll bring up just hours of that and um yeah man you know stay positive stay that's away it. from that's it man. the negative stay away from the garbage you know i mean obviously we understand that we know that white supremacy is a problem right i mean you cannot live here in san diego and, and like and just and ignore it however you know what i mean let's keep it in context Don't let it there are greater things yeah. that we need to be worrying about that we can make a direct impact you know that's right that's right putting energy there that's right uh, if so, if anyone wanted to get involved and wanted to uh, work with you, is there any uh, uh, way they can contact you? Or what would you uh, uh, say, say to yeah. them? So, you know, my Facebook is John Hancock. Um, my my message, my, my DM is always open. Mm-hmm. So you can contact me at John Hancock. You can tag me on when you, when you post this. Okay, and we'll then do. that way, um, yeah, you know, they can uh, give me there, and that would probably be the best way for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just talking about, even though I, I would like to advertise what I'm doing for the tech company to help people, but I would, I'm keeping things close for That's now, right. That's right. just because. That's right. That's right. And then you know, hand pick the ones that you want. There you go. There see, you go. see, I didn't even have to say it. I said it without <laughs> saying it. I need that. Exactly. Exactly, man. That'll work. So, so hey, man, we, we, we thank you, man, and really appreciate this. Appreciate you bringing this positive energy on here and uh, appreciate all that you're doing and, and the vision that you have and whatever I can do to help and work with you. I will do that. And we will be posting this on Facebook and through Podbeam. And of course, we'll upload this, try to get this uploaded to uh, Instagram also. Uh, for those that are on Instagram. And so we thank you, um, Jimmy, for being on with us. And um, we thank all of our viewers and all of our listeners that are on here. This is Bishop Bowser, Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser, our podcast. And we thank you and God bless you and have a blessed night.